Well, the Florida Gators have landed a commitment from 2024 linebacker Adarius Hayes, and I'm excited for this one. This is Blue Chip Billy getting back in his Blue Chip bag after what can be only described as one of the most one of the most tumultuous off seasons we've seen recently in Gainesville, with of course the the uh, Jaden Rashada debacle we'll call it because that's really all you could call it Jaden Rashada debacle the DJ Lagway commitment was huge for the Florida Gators Anthony Richardson going to the draft ton of quarterback movement ton of quarterback talk and now the 2024 class is already off to a big start for the Florida Gators of course you've got DJ Lagway committed he's your your crown jewel there so you've got dj lagway you've got chauncey bowens also in the backfield with dj lagway but you've also got two linebackers committed now and the significance there is that this florida this offseason the florida gators did not add many linebackers from high school right because they added Jaden robinson and that was kind of it uh and then they added through the transfer portal to roger mitchell do spurlock manny nunnery and even then, that, that's adding experienced players with the exception of Deuce Spurlock, who is a true freshman in 2022. But that's adding experienced players who aren't going to be part of your long-term building plan. So when the Florida Gators now put an added emphasis, which by the way, like Jay Bateman deserves a lot of credit here because Jay Bateman has been one of the most heavily criticized coaches on this Florida Gators staff recently. He Like just the recruiting Hasn't been great at linebacker. The linebacker play was good, not great in 2022. So a lot of Gators fans were like, well, what is even the point of having Jay Bateman, though, if he's not going to be that dude for you? And then so far for 2024, he's off to a strong start. Miles Graham, of course, we, we talked about he committed in July or August. So he was an early commitment. Uh, he was the first commitment for this Florida Gators class, too, as well. But then they've added a Darius Hayes. And I know that a lot of places you look will list a Darius Hayes as an edge. I don't think he's going to play edge for the Florida Gators. I think, and, and we spoke about this uh, earlier this week, I think with John Garcia, it was either earlier this week or late last week that we spoke about this with John Garcia, where when we talk about a Darius Hayes, he plays off-ball linebacker. Everywhere, every tape that you see of him, He's playing off-ball linebacker almost exclusively. And everywhere, or most places, project him to be an edge at the next level. And when speaking about this with John Garcia, we were like, well, he's he's six foot four, he's 210 pounds, he's a solid athlete. So you add that length and that ability, and, and you look at an edge rusher. But the telling part about Florida Gators plans with him is that one they spoke about him filling a Ventrell Miller type role, not being Ventrell Miller. Obviously, even the size just makes that impossible. But a Ventrell Miller type role, and that is an off-ball Mike linebacker role. And then you look at who was recruiting him for Florida. The primary recruiter listed is Jay Bateman. And yes, Florida has two linebackers coaches, but one is an inside linebackers coach in Jay Bateman and the other one's an outside linebackers coach in Mike Peterson. If Florida wanted Darius Hayes to play 
edge rusher, they would not be like, oh yeah, you're gonna fill the Ventrell Miller role if they wanted there if they wanted the Darius to play edge, they wouldn't have compared him to Ventrell or compared his role to Ventrell. And they wouldn't have had Jay Bateman be the primary recruiter for him. They would have had it be Mike Peterson. So that's pretty telling as to what Adarius Hayes' role will be in this Florida Gators defense. Most likely, we've seen Florida pursue these kind of tweener types at linebacker, whether you're talking about a linebacker safety hybrid or a linebacker edge hybrid. Like we saw it very often with Malik Bryant, who is committed to Miami and signed to Miami, where Florida was looking at him and he was being listed as an edge by most places, even though he played off ball linebacker. And it was like, okay, he he can do both. And that's the kind of role that you can fill with him. And that's why he'd be a good fit for this Florida Gators defense, because the thing that made him such a good fit, such a seamless fit seemed like was that he could play off ball linebacker and edge rusher and the Florida Gators under Patrick Tony have an edge rusher that drops back into coverage, not frequently, but enough where you go, okay, maybe he could be that guy. Maybe, maybe you fill that role with an off ball linebacker at that Jack spot and you just let them wreak havoc. That's not what's going to happen, of course, but that was considered with Malika Bryan, but with a Darius Hayes. Now you kind of know what he's being recruited to do. Will, will he play Mike? Will he play? Will we don't know. It seems like based on just like height and weight, Miles Graham is better suited for that Mike role for for that Ventrell Miller role and um and Adarius Hayes is better suited for the Amari Bernie will role where you get to rush the passer more often. You get to drop back in coverage and be a spy more often. You get to utilize that athleticism better. But at the same time, with that length that Adarius Hayes presents to anybody, he's he's someone that you can use as a chess piece. You can line up everywhere this is a huge ad for this florida gators 2024 recruiting class he's the number three player in the 2024 recruiting class based on his consensus rating he is behind dj lagway and miles graham and then if you compare him to the 2023 class guess where he'd be number three darius hayes with a 96 60 is only behind kelby collins and jakeen jackson so darius hayes if he were a 2023 commit would be the third highest ranked florida gator commit and right now for 2024 out of the four commits, he is the number three commit at that point. Again, th- th- this is going to change. He might fall down that list. He might stay at three, even though it'll be more than four commits, but Adarius Hayes fitting into this defense. I mean, this, this is one to be excited for genuinely Gators fans. I realize that some people think that I'm, I'm just going to be like, Oh, anything that happens with Florida is positive. Uh, not the case, <laughs> but with Adarius Hayes, it's one that I'm very excited. He's an athletic player with great length, great size, and he committed kind of out of the blue. Like I, I, I will have no problem admitting I did not anticipate Adarius Hayes to commit today or this week. I, I mean, we knew that as he had been picking up steam and as he's been visiting more, Florida was kind of separating themselves and Florida was kind of creating a little bit of a gap between them and whoever you wanted to consider as number two, whether that was Georgia, Kentucky, Iowa, whoever it is that you wanted to consider there, Florida was creating a gap between them and Florida was creating a little bit of distance and Florida was the heavy favorite. But again, a commitment this soon was not expected. Uh, Florida early on in the cycle 
demolishing 2024 just just early on obviously they're going to lose some they're going to win some they're going to grow this class but they are wrecking early on and it seems as if they're putting a bit of an emphasis on the weak areas in 2023 because look at 2023 you had one running back when you probably should have taken two or three but chauncey bowens is committed you have two linebackers when you only took one and you weren't even a hat on the table for a lot of guys there in Miles Graham and Darius Hayes. And then quarterback, of course, I get it. When you had DJ Lagway commit, you had Jaden Rashada still. But quarterback for the huge majority of the 2023 cycle was a massive, uh, we'll say, underwhelming area of need, whether it was with Marcus Stokes or Jaden Rashada. So... Attacking quarterback early, attacking linebacker, attacking running back. Expect offensive line to be a big area of focus here. Expect tight end to be an area of focus here. Expect the Florida Gators to go, okay, 2023, we were really strong here, really weak here. How do we maintain being strong at some positions, even if it means taking less players? Because as of now, we're going to assume that the 25 scholarship limit per year will be back. But you're going to look at this and say, okay, how do we kind of improve the positions we were weak at while not losing too much steam at other positions, even though we'll likely be taking less overall commitments? So for the Florida Gators, starting strong, you got a quarterback already. You've got a running back already. You've got two linebackers already. Again, I, I see that we just got a big jump of watch of uh, viewers, we'll say, for whatever reason, but... Adarius Hayes is going to be playing off-ball linebacker more likely than not. Things could change. He can grow a couple inches. He can he can gain quite a bit of weight from now until, we'll say, a year when he gets on campus. Things can change. But right now, based on Jay Bateman being the primary recruiter, based on Florida telling him, hey, we want you to fill this Ventrell Miller-type role, Adarius Hayes is coming in as a linebacker that is going to be playing off ball. And that is huge for Florida where, again, like I mentioned, you brought in Taraja Mitchell. You brought in Manny Nunnery. Both of those guys experienced veterans with not a ton of eligibility remaining. You've got, you also brought in Deuce Spurlock, but even him, 2022 was a true freshman. You've still got to develop him. So you've got to do that. You've got Shamar James already here. You've got Derek Wingo. You've got Scooby Williams. You've got quite a few people where it seems like long-term linebacker is not a spot where two or three years from now, the only linebackers that should really be here are what? Shamar, Deuce Spurlock, and Jaden Robinson. It's kind of it right now where now you have Miles Graham committed, you have Adarius Hayes committed, and you're attacking that position before it becomes an even bigger point of emphasis or an even bigger position of need. But we're about to take a, a qu quick look at the chat, and, and if you have anything you want to add to the chat, just say it now and I will get to it. But first, this bonus episode of Locked On Gators is brought to you by LinkedIn, because as the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier for you to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people that you want to interview faster and for free. And if you've never used LinkedIn Jobs, highly recommend it with these little cool features like, like screening tools. It makes it easier for you to find people that you want to interview and potentially hire and potentially add to your company. And every week, nearly 40 million 
job seekers visit LinkedIn. So is there really a better place to get all the people that you want? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. And with the new year being here, New Year's resolution time, if yours is about getting fit, eating healthier, doing whatever it is, uh, I've started working out more, so dope. Um, but whatever it is, if it involves getting healthier, add Bill Bar into your plan. 130 calories, just four net carbs, 17 grams of protein. Also, finally in stores. You can go to built.com or builtbar.com. You can go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club and you can get Built Bar. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We chat and, and read that, but first, like, subscribe, comment, join the Lockdown Gators Discord server, which I'll post in the chat right now, um, which has been a lot of fun lately. But now, just looking at this chat, we got Alex Compton's been in here very busy. Uh, Surprise, it didn't know it was coming. Yeah, neither did I. I. I fully, like, I was going through the day and I'm like, well, tomorrow I'm flying to go to the senior bowl. I'm, I'm trying to get ready, trying to relax. And of course, Every time I want to have just a relaxing day, Florida's like, no, we're going to throw a wrench into that plan. So we're going to do that. Um, linebackers are looking very good for 2024. It really is. Like, very strong. Blue chip Billy and he, I'm t- It's insane, honestly, the blue chip ratio that he's got. The blue chip rate he's got so far just from his short time in Gainesville. It's really wild how many four and five stars We'll say four star commits he's got, really. Uh, is Jordan Gile any good? You will hear from Jordan on Monday. We'll speak with him tomorrow. I will say I liked his pick. I do have a couple questions for him that I have every intention of asking him when we record about uh, what, what the offensive system was like for him in high school because it seemed like it was a bunch of deep shots down the sideline. Uh, I would like to know kind of what, what his focus is as a quarterback, what his strengths are, what his or what he thinks his strengths are, what he thinks his weaknesses are. Obviously accuracy is a pretty accuracy is a pretty good thing. He had a 74% completion percentage if I'm not mistaken. Um was a bunch of blowouts, which also makes me be like, was a weak competition and you're good. I'm not saying that makes it any worse, but it's just it inflates your numbers a bit. So curious about that. But Jordan, I am supposed to speak with him uh tomorrow, Sunday evening when i arrive in mobile alabama for the senior bowl next week um so you i'll, I'll ask if it's any good how about that uh alex said brandon what do you want to see in the UF attack this 2024 class 2024 i need to see offensive line needs to be better recruited um both in terms of quantity and quality i think we've got to really hammer home a strong type class, like you should bring in two or three tight ends for 2023. Uh, whether it's, you know, one receiver, one blocker, one balanced, or any variation that, you got to bring in, I think, all tight ends. I think that should be a focal point for this Florida Gators recruiting class because it takes a lot more tight ends to catch up. And it's like, okay, well, next year and the year after, we'll have Arlen Fordingham as our pass catching tight end. Down as an Odom blocking tight ends and all that stuff, but you need to prepare for the future here, obviously. And so for 2024, offensive line is always a must. Adding tight ends, I would like to see them add two or three running backs in this 2024 class. Uh, obviously, the usual add a few receivers, add a few DBs, 
figure out what you can do, but keep adding vertical players. Like, I love the Darius Hayes ad, partially because you can teach him to play off ball or on the edge, and, and he can be great at those. He's athletic, incredibly long. He's going to have a high ceiling immediately because his athleticism to do that. So if you can bring his mental game up to speed, that would be awesome. Um, quarterback, you're obviously good. Most positions, I think Florida will be solid at. But I think the positions of focus should be off of one tight end, another running back, and then just keep adding throughout. You're going to lose guys to the portal every year. That's the thing that's going to continuously happen. So keep getting ready to replace those guys. Um, do you see the Gators being better on defense than offense next year? This year, I don't. That's one of the things. Like, it's hard to equate that because I think statistically the defense will be better, and I think statistically the offense might look worse. But I think what you'll see this year in 2023 compared to 2022 is that you'll see a better defense from all accounts. You'll also see an offense that is maybe better at taking time off the clock, which Billy Napier likes to do, which running the ball, which getting these quick completions, short completions. That's one of the things that kept Florida from dominating time of possession was the failure to complete these easy passes, to pick up a first down here or there. Not, not a deep play, but to pick up a first down here or there. Where you can then get the clock moving again. And you have a first down, you sit down, pick up the ball, run the clock, and then take advantage here. So I think that the offense might look less, it might look a little worse, maybe. Uh, I think it'll be less explosive in the passing game or from the quarterback position, I'll say, because you'll probably get more patience yards after catch, but less rushing yards from your quarterback, obviously. Uh, and I think the defense overall will improve. So I don't know if the defense will be better than the offense, but I think that the defense will make significant strides and the offense will be more of a ball control style offense. Um, so that, that that's my point. I, I don't necessarily know if you'd consider that better than the offense or whatever. Honestly, ideally, they play complementary. Your defense gets up and your offense gets to run the clock more after you pick up a lead. So, hopefully, that's what happens. But thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, this week, Lockdown Gators, we will still have Monday through Friday, or at least I'm going to try my absolute best to have Monday through Friday. Release schedule should be the same, but I will say it's going to be a crazy week in Mobile, so things could change things could push back move forward maybe i'll do two episodes in one day and i'll skip today um but thank you so much for tuning in uh this is awesome but this is a job (laughs) but thank you so much uh have a wonderful day wonderful weekend and i will see you all monday unless there's another random commit today if there's one tomorrow i won't be able to do that but yeah i will see you all monday thank you so much and as always go gator